Hi, everybody. This is Chris Sarandon. Welcome to Fright Night Minute. Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Len. And we want to welcome, from the Marvel Movie Minute and the Next Real Film Podcast, Andy Nelson to the pod. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Hey. So glad you could join us. I'm excited to be here to talk about Fright Night, one of my favorite movies from my childhood. So this is yeah. going to be fun. I was going to ask if you got a lot of experience. You watched this throughout your life. Uh, yeah, I saw this. Uh, I, I burned through my VHS tape uh, quite a lot when I was young. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is minute 56 of Fright Night. It begins with a game of kick the can and ends with frozen feet. On while I the baby, it's bad out there. Say what's in the no dream? cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. Uh, so yeah, we have Ed here in the alleyway, and uh, he kicks a can. And uh, it's so funny. Uh, there's the there's the Twilight Zone movie that has the segment kick the can. And, right. and you know, sometimes you know, what are you doing? Why don't you just go outside and go play kick the can or something, kid? Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I've heard of this, but I never actually known what the game was about. That. I just assumed it was uh, people kind of using a can like a soccer ball, maybe. <laughs> no, it's uh, I played it when I was a kid, and if I remember, it's oh, been yeah? a long, long time. Oh, well, that's good because I, I looked remember, up the rules. So, but go ahead. Let's... Oh wow! If I remember correctly, it's basically hide and seek, and the way that you get to be free, there's a can centrally located, and the way you, it's kind of like tag in a way too. If you get caught, you're out. But um, if you kick the can, you're you're safe. You know, you're essentially out of the game as a winner. That's what I recall. Andy, have you ever played kick the can before? I have kicked a can. <laughs> but after hearing those rules, I'm like, I that that game completely eluded me as a child. Apparently, yeah, I never, me too. I never even really sought out playing kick the can. I I don't know. That's crazy. It's like tag, hide and seek, and capture the flag all at once. I mean, I, I wish I knew this game back when I was a kid. But I, yeah, right. So, so yes, players hide, uh, one player is it, the it kicks the can and then counts, and it tries to find the players, but meanwhile the players are trying to sneak about, and if they get to the can first, they kind of win or something, or, and if you get caught, you get put in prison by the can, it, it's, a whole, it's a whole big thing. <laughs> you said it, Jason. Do you mean Pennywise? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> really keep on brand here. This is a very scary podcast. <laughs> uh so yeah i love this uh this scene here we 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 have ed running down this you know rain-soaked dark alleyway and he's just kind of disappearing into it and then just jerry stepping into frame and looking over his shoulder kind of like like hey come along with me guess what i'm about to do <laughs> you know <laughs> 
this is a it's an interesting i i it struck me i mean it's interesting the way that this uh, minute starts because it's coming off of what my recollection is that it felt like a pov shot earlier where we're up kind of we are jerry essentially yeah. as i don't know a bat or something mm-hmm. um up on the kind of the the um Whatever you call that, we thing. were calling it the catwalk, but you know, the, yeah, yeah, kind of the, right the side, fire escape, right? right. Yeah. yeah, on the back in the back of whatever apartment this is, looking down as Eddie's kind of walking through this alley, and he kind of comes off, jumps over the edge. You hear kind of the the whoosh and everything, and yeah. then it comes down and reveals him. And I'm like, it's not a POV shot, so it's it's a really fun way to kind of play with that. And I thought it was a, it was a, a pretty creative shot to kind of. Get get us into this scene here. There's a there's a couple. Whether it might be in the next minute, spoilers, or (laughs) but I think it's in this one where we get a shot of Jerry when he walks right into the camera and blacks it out, and that Mm -hmm. becomes the transition. Well, the movie's shot really well. The whole thing. Oh yeah. Would the movie... That hasn't aged, you know, that's yeah. still great, the way it's edited and shot. Would the movie lose points if Jerry, when he's kind of looking over his shoulder, kind of did a little camera sting? Like, hey, <laughs> follow <laughs> like me, wink. you know, like, yeah, exactly, a little wink. <laughs> Well, it's an interesting look that he gives here because I, I was looking at his look and it's almost like like he turns back. I mean, he's looking because obviously this is a moment where we've separated, you know, the, the one character is separated from the others in the horror movie. We know what's going to happen now. I'll be right and back. Kind of, exactly. And he look he he does kind of a look like almost like he's going to should I go after Charlie? But or is or do they hear? Or it's an interesting look, and then he kind of looks down for a moment before he turns. And so I, I don't know. I was looking at that. I'm like, it's an interesting way that Chris Sarandon plays it because it's so kind of kind of quiet as a as a kind of a horror creature. Mm. And I, I don't know. I find it like such an interesting and compelling character, especially just a little moment like that that gives a beat to him as he's kind of. I don't know. It's almost like, you know, what, I think I'll go this way. You know, it's almost like a decision moment here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, these are his toys now. I mean, he's decided that he is going to, I mean, as soon as he sees that mirror shard, he realizes it, it's over for all of them. They, they're, they're, they're all dead. He's going to have, you know, it, it's gone too far. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, he definitely looks a bit, I, I wrote down serious. He looks serious. Like this is his, this is his job. This is something he's, he's, he's it's not a, it's not a bunch of fun he's having here. There's not a moment in this movie where Chris Sarandon phoned it in, even from the littlest lines like fool or just that, that little look. He, I don't know. That's what makes him one of the greatest screen vampires of all time. Oh yeah, definitely. Andy, do you, do you have a, a favorite that maybe tops Jerry, Jerry Dandridge or, uh, Ooh, vampires, huh? Vampires, yeah. Do you, uh, you watch yeah, a lot of vampire not... movies, or is this oh, kind sure, of... I love. Okay, uh, no, I love. Uh, I love horror movies. I love all of that stuff. You know, it's. I mean, it's it's hard to pass up some of the originals. Uh, you know, back from the. You know, you look at like the, the Nosferatu, and you look at uh, the original Dracula. I think those are such iconic versions mm-hmm. of the character that, uh, I mean, specifically of Dracula. Uh, likewise, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula that he did in the 90s. Um, those ones uh, I really enjoy. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like that's a little more of an obscure one that I also really enjoy, but none are coming to mind. I'll have to I'll have to keep thinking about that over the course of the week, see if I can come up with something before Friday. Yeah. As, as a kid, it was always the two that I loved the most, obviously Fright Night, but 
The Lost Boys stands out as having some really cool vampires. You know which one scared me the most as a kid was, and it probably because it was on TV, and so I think it was one of those ones that I kind of caught probably at an age where I was still a little too young for it. It's the vampire in uh, Stephen King's um, Salem's Lot. Yeah, Oh, man, that that scared the crap out of me. Like when he's uh, in the I don't know underground place, like digging or whatever, and you see the kid and he's watching the man, and then just in the background you see the vampire kind of sit up in his coffin. Oh man, it's great makeup in that in that oh, yeah. TV movie as well. That that what was it? Two parts, three parts miniseries that yeah. was originally aired on TV two. Yeah, he well, it's sort of based on that Nosferatu look, but. Uh, Right. He, yeah, he looks great. What we do in the shadows, the Peter character is very much like that. That <laughs> right. below. I can see how, how as a kid, and Danny Glick in the window too. There's yes. moments in that movie that are that are haunting still. The way I feel about the Exorcist or Zelda from the the original Pet Cemetery. There's something about their faces that that just burn in your brain. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So so Jerry fastens his belts on his big trench coat before he follows and I which makes me think is, was the trench coat open when he's a bat does the coat turn into wings like what happens to his clothes <laughs> Is this something right, we should be right. asking? <laughs> it, well, it's all these rules within the world of, of these creatures. Like, I, yeah, I'll have another question a little later in the week. But that's definitely a question is like, what what happens with his clothes? Yeah, because, I mean, he we do see him as a bat creature later, and he's not wearing an outfit. So uh-huh. it does make you wonder. Yeah. The, the coat looks very leathery. I think, you know, like leathery wings. The, the, the jacket is open. Does the jacket stretch out to be his wings? Uh, yeah. yeah, we're not supposed to be asking these things, I suppose. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will say I was constantly impressed by his uh, by his overcoat because of that sheen that it has. It just, yeah, it looks like skin. It looks wet. There's uh-huh. something very interesting about it. it. It also just looks wealthy. And so I think they found a really nice uh, piece of uh, clothing for for his costume here that just works really well in context of this relatively simple outfit that still leaves him threatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Ed carries on further into the alley when he hears footsteps behind him. I, I really love this sound design. Just listening to this on my earbuds, I you see Ed in mid frame and he stop. The footsteps stop in the middle of your earbuds, you know, your ears, and then I start hearing off to the left, you know, Jerry, uh, you know, the footsteps of Jerry, and Ed is reacting to that on on the screen as well, you know, like who's who's following me, you know. I think that was uh, really well done. Um, and it mixes nicely with the music. You know, you got a nice track here that Brad Fidel has that it just, it, all of that blends really nicely here. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I just about to get to that. Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, Sorry. No, no, no. You're not stopping. We've, we've talked about Brad Fidel, but um, it's, when, it's when, it's when um, Jerry walks around the corner when we hear what sounds like an electric guitar fire up. You're like, bam, But I have to say, uh, uh, it's not. Um, And let me just read what I have here. Uh, Many fans believe this to be the sound of an electric guitar. And this theme ends up actually even on the Guitar Hero video game, which I'm like, where is this? I I played Guitar Hero. Uh, I I need to find out which version (laughs) and what console I need to get. Um, But they were performed on an electric violin uh, by Ross Levinson. Um, 
Brad Fidel says, The first time I saw Jerry, I thought he was Mr. Cool, the older guy who's going to steal your girlfriend. While Chris Sarandon certainly wasn't acting like Bella Lugosi, I thought it would be interesting to go back to the Eastern European idea of equating a vampire with a fiddle, then twisting it to sound like a guitar. And Ross did an incredible job of chopping with his bow to get that sound. Which wow. I just love to see that performed live. <laughs> Yeah, what an interesting way to kind of create that sound. It's really yeah. cool. I mean, Brad Fidel was really, you know, one of the people that did a lot spearheading kind of that electronic score. So it, I guess it makes sense that he would find a way to kind of continue using that uh, in an interesting way like that here. Mm-hmm. It's it's great that there's that much thought behind it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and not just, ah, it's cool. This, this is, you know, this <laughs> yeah. would be great. Let's call Clapton in and just record a session and uh, we'll throw it in yeah. there. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, before this, uh, Ed is uh, getting worried, but because you know, he hears the footsteps, um, but then he cracks a smile and, and just kind of, th- I, I, you can see across his face, like the thoughts, like he's just trying to think of the best possible situation. He just played a joke on uh, Charlie and Amy and now they're getting back at him. Right. Um, so I, I love this because, you know, it makes me think of, you know, walking down a dark alleyway on your own or in the middle of the woods at night or something. Kind of, there's certain moments in your life when you're caught in a situation where you're like, OK, this might get freaky, <laughs> but, it, but it's all cool. It's all cool. You know, <laughs> so you just your mind's constantly convincing yourself uh, of, uh, you know, this being trying to be as rational as possible because uh, vampires yeah. aren't real. <laughs> Speaking of that, have you ever been, either of you ever been followed (laughs) or thought you were being followed? Uh, It happens Uh, on Twitter all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Not as much as you'd like, I'm sure. (laughs) Same here. Oh, gosh. I I don't, I... I feel like I've probably thought I've been followed. Like, you know, I've, I've taken walks in the dark before where you're by yourself and you feel like you're hearing footsteps, but uh, I'm trying to think if I've ever, ever actually been followed. Len, are you, are you thinking of a story yourself? Is that why you asked? I, uh, I was walking home. It was about an eight mile walk from town and uh, it, it was probably three in the morning and I was a teenager, late teens. So I'm going to guess that I was stoned. I had I got followed by a big shaggy white dog that was nipping at my ass. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, that was pretty sketchy. He followed me for a long time. It was almost like he herded me out of the village of North Bennington, which is truly just a small little pretty village. It feels like it's right out of 1955. Like uh, Marty McFly might come by on a skateboard at, at any minute, right? <laughs> After that little village, there's a few more miles to go. But when I got to North Bennington, that dog appeared out of the bushes and nipped at my ass till the end of town. That was pretty freaky. That's the only time I've ever been followed, and it was by an animal. Was it yeah. a sheepdog? Yeah, right. Were you near sheep? Get away! Get away! Well, so so basically, uh, let's see. Ed walks out and uh, stands there a moment. Uh, or sorry, excuse me. I should say Jerry. I wrote he, and I'm like thinking, oh, it's Ed. No, uh, Jerry walks out and stands there for a moment uh, before advancing. I just love. Like he just kind of rounds the corner and he stands there for a second and you don't see his face and it's like what's going through his head is he like I'm I'm gonna scare this guy by just kind of standing here or is he kind of come around the corner like oh he caught me uh, I guess I'll keep walking because I'm supposed to be scary right now. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to see me following <laughs> I don't know um, well it, it's it's an odd scene because I mean. 
in context of looking at this over the over the course of the whole week and 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 knowing that that uh, I, I don't know if it's a shortcut I can't remember why uh, Ed decides to go into this alley but clearly he thinks there's an end <laughs> there's a way out so I'm curious you know uh, if if at some point and this is something I guess we'll have to watch as we look over the course of this week yeah. was there a different turn that he should be, should be taking I'm very curious about this like it's you know why true. why did he choose to walk into this alley he he presents it to Charlie and Amy as a shortcut when when he first goes to the alley he's gonna cut through here he's hungry he wants to get dinner but yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, I love that Jerry starts walking towards Ed and we get a close-up of of Ed um, as the minute ends and uh, his, his mind just me must be going move feet move <laughs> but it's not quite <laughs> happening uh, just yet so uh, but that brings this minute to an end um, Andy do you want to uh, let the folks know where they can find you yeah, absolutely. You can uh, find out more about uh, the Marvel Movie Minute and the Next Real Film Podcast over at thenextreel.com and all the other social media platforms. It's pretty much the next reel in one form or another. But uh, yeah, we're doing the same thing that you're doing with Fright Night. We're doing with the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we uh, wrapped up Iron Man and we're gearing up for The Incredible Hulk. So. Uh, We've got a long haul ahead of us. Yeah, this is this is my obligatory. You're insane. Uh, the moment to tell you you're <laughs> insane, and you'll be doing it when you're old and gray. But it's uh, it's very admirable. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> just the nerve to be like, I'm putting this flag right here. I'm doing the entire yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe minute by minute. So uh, kudos yep. to you, sir. <laughs> I don't know what uh, what I was thinking when I staked that, but uh, but here I am now. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, I have to finish it now. I don't know. Uh, well, I, don't know. I can. <laughs> Imagine you get like through Incredible Hulk and you think to yourself, maybe I'll cherry pick from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is I like the Incredible Hulk and I I feel like that's one that I'm like, it'll be fun to talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I, I like it as well. I'm looking forward to, to hearing you talk about it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think it's time to put a stake in this episode. Uh, feel, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Min. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minute at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. And I'm Leonard. And I'm Andy. Thanks for listening. Have a Fright Night, everyone. <laughs> He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> <laughs> You're so cool, Brewster.